0: Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, com. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, bless us, lead us, guide us, touch us, direct us, show us the way and the will that you have for us. However, listener, oh Lord, to be productive and be the best they can be, to understand what's going on in their life, to be in control of what their their decisions are making and the things they're doing and the things they're saying, that they will grow uh, and prosper in everything they do. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Good morning, San Antonio. I, I hope that um, there's so much going on, I can't keep up with it all. I mean, it's the market's changing. Hey, income tax checks are here. Isn't that just wonderful? It's not free government money. It's your money that your employer put back, and it comes back to you. Don't waste it. Make a good decision. Hey, and don't get excited for the first car dealer that wants to finance you. There's 500 car dealers out there that will finance you. At least, because you got cash down, and they think you'll make a few payments, and they got GPSs, and they'll pick them up. You know, some guys will pick them up one day late. Well, it's illegal, and they shouldn't do it that way. But you know, things happen, and you don't know, and you don't know the laws, and. You know, we try to straighten everything up for you so you understand exactly what's going on and and how to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for that transportation because we want freedom. We want to run around. We want to be the best we can be. We want to be able to come and go. Well, in our city, officials and our mayor don't want you to. They want you in a bus. They want you at a bus stop. They want you to take two hours to get to work and two hours to get home where, you know, they're in control of you. But, hey, the income tax checks are good, so take that money and try to buy a cash car. If not, make sure you know exactly what you're doing. I mean, uh, make the right buy, buy the right unit. It's your money. Don't get excited. Hey, I'm going to put you in this car. Well, I mean, yeah, that's maybe it's you know a good situation, but most of the time dealers are going to put you in something they need to get rid of, something they can repo quick, something they've I was talking to several dealers, and they were bragging about they own. Uh, they were financing for the sixth time an expedition. The sixth time an expedition, they'd repoed it five other times, clean it up, put it back out again, get it another thousand, two thousand, three thousand down, and put it out again and repo it in two or three months. Do you want to pay a thousand dollars a month rent for one? Good morning, Johnny. Uh, there's a phone call already this morning. I didn't even give the phone number out. 210 340 9585. That's 210 340 9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. And, and also, the message today is Psalms 12. We went through first half of it last week, and we're going to give another, uh, we're going to go through the second half this week. But it says, help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. I was talking to a gentleman last night at HEB. I was talking to a gentleman last night at HEB, and he's in the insurance business. And he t- he said, hey, you know, same situation. It's hard to get anybody to tell the truth. And they and I love insurance people. Hey, give me the money. I, and i I don't do nothing. And that's, that's the way I feel about some insurance guys. But anyway, Carlos, how are you doing this morning? Who are you helping this so Randy,
1: week? First, I want to say good morning to
0: you. Thank you to the radio station, to the
1: listeners. And I hope everything you have to your health is much better every day, sir. Right now, I'm going to a uh, uh, new Newcastle store in the south. It's to the Kelly crew. Very nice. I give your a name. I'm going to help this couple. Dario and Raquel, I have a friend. He's with me right now. He wants to ask you a question. I go to pass you right now. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you doing
0: today? Good. And you? <laughs> okay. Pretty
1: good. Pretty good. I just have a question. You know, I you know, i in the car business a little bit. I'm I am currently in the car business. I'm not going to tell you in the company,
0: right?
1: Right. But I just have one question. I I just battle a lot with why uh the American company's cars specifically, uh, we cannot match uh, the quality of a Toyota or a Nissan. I just don't get it. Uh, most of the cars I sell, and they're pretty well maintained American cars, they're falling apart at 150,000 miles already. And I have a Lexus that goes 250,000 miles. And
0: it's drives like new. Why is this? I don't understand it. The mindset. So handle- it's pure mindset. It's mindset. And, and Nissan's fell down. Uh, you probably realize that. Honda and Toyota is past everybody. And, and it's the mindset. They want to build a quality of car. The, the American and, and Mercedes has got that away. BMW, you've probably seen them. You probably don't sell many of them because we work on them so much. There's such a problem. And so what's, what's happened is, is that the mindset the Japanese want to build the best car they can. Well, they brought that same style, that same mindset to the United States. They're building those cars here. But they care about building a quality car. They they want to build the car, and they've got the mindset, if we build the best car, more people will buy it. But the Americans feel like, let's build the. Fastest, cheapest car we can, and then we don't worry about it. You know, they'll, they, and you're talking about them falling apart. There's a lot of GM and Ford cars that will fall apart before 100,000 miles. But the mindset of the manufacturers have set up that you know, can I build a? Hey, Nissan used to build a great car, but now they've tied in with Ford. They've got a poor transmission. They've got some more poor qualities. And so it's, it's a difficult situation there. So that's what we've seen over the years. And as you know, uh, Toyota, Honda build the best cars. And, you know, and, and, you know, I guess the, uh, Dodge trucks, the Ford trucks, and the Chevrolet trucks, they're trying to outdo each other. The competition has caused them to build a better truck. You know. But the car people are so many different manufacturers, they don't care. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for
0: Thank your time. You. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you, Carlos. I have
0: a question. Sure. Well,
1: very fast. Uh, right now, uh, it's good. No, I know you we talk about that one, but with the person I'm going right now back there. Asking me, is good for her to give the check right now, as soon as I call my friend uh, for the income tax. Uh, you know. To say, you know please, well, if,
0: if saying, she studied, if that income tax checks, you need to you need to value that thing. You need to understand what you're spending and, and what you're doing, and and not just blow it, but make sure you're prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually, making the right decision on that unit, and because. You know, this is your hard-earned money, This, even though a lot of people think this is government free money, it's not. So what you need to do is make sure you're buying exactly what you can afford, exactly what you need exactly what will fit your budget and the future needs and once they get that together and you got your financing lined up you got your budget lined up you got everything lined up then pull the trigger but too many people jump up as soon as that check comes in jump up and they run to a dealership and they're not mentally ready and physically ready to go hello greg nathan and allison and dan vincent and so uh that's that's the key the key is Patience. The key is doing a little effort. The key is understanding what you need and understanding trying to get. I'm trying to give you an even playing field because you're going against a professional team of, of uh, professionals that will take every available dollar. Does that answer your question, Carlos? Yes,
1: sir. yes. But we do, uh, we study the market this week.
0: Well, also you can get you can get online and shop price, <laughs> but hey, print it out. Make sure that they're honoring their word and not switching your cars. Okay, sir, that's a very. I passed
1: that one. Yeah, I have to. We want to store the stuff. I'm doing I That's very nice. We're shopping around and the north, the, the new store Southside Toyota dealer. It was a very nice deal. Well, I, also, I,
0: I tell you what, I've had good luck with Alamo Toyota also. You might okay. consider them. They're doing a good job with my customers. Alamo Toyota, okay. Alamo Toyota, yes, 281 and uh, 1604 on the north side, good people. Okay, I'm glad
1: you tell me that, you know, we was right now together. you know, I wish I can buy your coffee to all of us. Now we can talk. When would you start?
0: Well, if you, if, i tell you what. Right after the show, I'm at Ramsey jones Burger in 281 in that 12-story building that I can look down on the airport. I'm going to be outside in the parking lot at the front door till uh 1030. So if you'd like to meet me, if you want me to make an offer on your car, if you want to answer questions personally, I'll be here at this building from 10 to 1030. And I'm, I'm parked out front. I'm in a white Taurus uh, car today. You know me, I drive whatever's got gas in it, it don't matter to me. And so uh it I I I like being a cop car, I love to be in a truck, I li whatever's got gas and starts and uh so but I'm I'm at Ramsey, Jones Moss burger <laughs> uh in 281 right here and I'm, i'll be in front of the building the big 12-story building and i'll be here till 10:30. if you'd like to talk to me like i say or if you'd like to show me your car i'll, I'll buy i've met a lot of people here uh, right after the show and bought their vehicles and it works great for me i just never announced it and i'm gonna start announcing it every week so carlos if you'd like to meet me or anybody i'll be here at the bottom bottom of this 12-story building
1: Okay, Mr. Rack, can you repeat your cellular
0: number? If My you cell mind? number is 830 708 4789, and I'll give it a, a couple of more times the second half of the show. Mr. Randy,
1: thank you. God bless you. Thank, you, thank for you, you, Carlos.
0: Thank you for helping so many people.
1: Thank you to you to answer, Mr. Randy, for your time. Thank you very much.
0: Well, Carlos, it seems like Carlos does a great job at uh, reaching out to people, helping people, being mentors, being a third baseman, helping them. He understands because he's listened to the show all all over these years, and he understands what I'm trying to do, and he he reaches out to people to help. Hello, Scott. But, you know, like I say, Psalms was written over 3,000 years ago. It's amazing to me. 3,000 years ago, David said, Help, Lord. For no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. Well, the insurance man says that 90% of the people in the insurance business either don't know what they're doing or don't want to tell you the right way of doing things. Everyone lies to their neighbors. Gosh almighty. You ever notice that? Are you trying to impress your neighbor? Are you trying to help them? I lived in a neighborhood recently that nobody wanted to talk to my neighbors. I talked to all of them. I talked to anybody that will stand there for a few minutes. And one was from China and one was from India. And nobody wanted to associate with them. And I loved them. They were great people. They worked hard. They paid taxes. and And they thought the right way about politics. But, you know, everyone lies to their neighbor. They flatter. They flatter with their lips. Well, a car dealer flatters you with his lips. You know, I mean, you've got to understand where you stand and how you but harbor deception in their heart. If money's your god, you know, right now 90% of the car dealers, I believe, will lie and 10%. You got to find that 10%. We got to buy new cars. We they will run out of cars soon if we if everybody buys you. So there's certain situations, certain times, you do your homework, you get everything lined up, you want a dealer to make money, you just don't want to get ripped off. There's some dealers out there that'll try to make 50% on you. I mean, I, I was uh, heard about a situation, and I mean, I know this for a fact, that the dealer was going to make $30,000 on interest on a v- on a truck. $30,000 interest. Now, what kind of deal was that? And that that's how that deal worked out, you know, but they harbor deception in their hearts. Do you really want to take care of a person? Do you really want to face them, uh, you know, a month down the road, six months, a year or two? I bought a vehicle back the other day. I sold a guy 10 years ago. You know, if I sell you a unit, hello, Bill, I'll buy it back. I guarantee you I'll make you an offer. May, May the Lord silence all flattering lips. And boastful tongues. Car dealers brag about how much money they make off the customers. And I mean, they brag, and sometimes I think they get a little extreme. But anyway, you know, those who say by their tongues, we will prevail, and they will prevail because money's their God, and they worship it, and they work on it, and that's what they study on it. And on their lips, they defend us. Who is the Lord over them? Only. Our own lips will defend us. That's what the car dealers will say. They got excuse for everything. How they do it? Why they do it? Oh, you know, it's not me. It's the market. But the, uh, I explained to you lots of times. Dealers, they escape Houdini. Yeah, they turn the the loan over to the bank, the credit union, and all, and then their hands free. They're off the deal. Then that person has to work in order. You know that. The bank and the credit unions take all responsibility and do all the work. The car dealer, oh, they smile at you, tell you they love you. Come back soon. We're ready to put you in another trap. Because the poor are plundered and the needy groan, I will rise up, says the Lord. I will protect them from those who uh, melee them, harm them. And the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified, like gold refined seven times." What, how that pertains today is, if you'll follow the Word of God, you'll you let the Holy Spirit help you and lead you and guide you and talk to you and explain where you're going and what you're doing, you'll make better decisions. Follow the Ten Commandments. Follow what's right. Understand in your heart. Do a praying on it. Do do research on it. Uh, open your eyes. Have common sense. Be prepared for a battle for every bit of your money that you have available. Hello, Barry. I did business. Well, other Barry, Barry Temple. He's one. No, honestly, Barry Temple one of the most honest car guys I know. And he, and he sells company trucks and he sells lots of lots of Ford company trucks. But anyway, uh, and so, but I, you they, we gotta we gotta sell new. We gotta make money. We gotta just be prepared for a battle on that situation. And so, you know, what, are, what have you done lately in preparing? What have you studied your budget lately? What, have you, what do you know what you can afford or not afford? You know, and that's the key. I want you to know exactly what you're spending, exactly what you can afford, exactly what you're going to do with that unit. We talked to a man, in fact, Carlos is a man that had him with him that day, called in, what, three or four months ago. The guy walks into a Ford store to buy a new truck and ends up with a, this guy 70 years old ends up with a GT Mustang. Now he can't hardly get in and out of the car, and he needs to sell it. And it didn't fit what they needed, what the family needed, but wow. And then his wife stood there and let him do it knowing that they were buying a, wanting, needing to buy a truck, a brand-new truck, and that dealership twisted them off and put them in a GT Mustang. How did he do that? He must have walked by. This I'm guessing. This is me. Hello, Santaga. And, and, and so he must have walked by this Mustang and said, I've always wanted a Mustang. Well, I'd open the door for that salesperson, I guarantee you. They said, well, let me put you in one. I, I can put you in it." Hello, Rick. I can put you in a new one. And that's what happened. Now, the problem was when we added all this up for what his car was bringing, it cost him $33,000, one year to drive a Mustang. One mistake, one hard, real good salesperson put him together and cost him 33000 to get rid of that Mustang to get him a truck that he intended to buy to begin with. All those figures sound Crazy, but that's what happened for what he owed, what he paid cash in. He had a lot of money down. And then, you know, hello, Glenda. And so he he walked out of there with something he didn't intend. Eighty-five percent of people who walk in the front door of a new car dealership buy something they don't intend to buy. That's a, That's not my figure. That is New Car Dealer Association. That's the manufacturers. And that's why they switch. I talk. We had a guy call in several months ago that went to a dealership on a great buy on a new truck. He calls. He's 15 minutes away. The truck is there. What the salesman told him. So time they hello David. And so time they he gets there 10 15 minutes later. They can't find the truck. They spend two hours going around this dealership. Oh well, it was here now. It was out here now. It's not. Uh, let me show you this one. No, no. Well, how much is that one? A lot higher. What about this one? Hey, they wasted two hours. Is that bait and switch? You bet. It still happens today. All the old tricks are still here. They got new ones. Hello, Juan. We got new ones, and we understand that. But we got old tricks, new tricks, and the ones to come. I guarantee. You, be prepared for a battle. So the guy he got hot. He said, "Man, I'll tell you. I spent, you know, came over here, spent two hours in here." Y'all don't have the truck. You don't have the price. You don't have nothing going on that will fit my situation. Y'all just sent me over. Hello, Archie. Y'all just sent me over here to play games. Well, it's all a game. Hey, it's a football game. You're playing the Dallas Cowboys. They're running over you. Hey, and we keep score, remember, with your money. Oh, we love keeping score with your money. And then we collect the money, and we turn it over to the credit union or the bank, and we're hands-free. We walk off. Now, buy here, pay here with income tax checks are flowing. I'm telling you, I've heard dealers selling 10 and 20 a day. But how many of those were they repo? I talked to a guy I used to sell a lot of cars to, and he bought, he, he finances, and so I talked to the guy the other day, and I said, how many cars are you going to need for the note season, the income tax season? He said, i got so many repos, we're cleaning them up, and we're reselling them. And he's the one that said, yeah, I've got this expedition we're selling today, and it's number six time I've sold it. I repo it, clean it up, and I put it back out again. There's no telling how much that, that truck is made, that SUV is made. Over the years, if he's selling it for the sixth time, this time he was getting two thousand down. Yeah, he got two and three thousand down several times. You know, twelve thousand dollars for a, a expedition. He probably gives seven or eight thousand forward down the road. That was several years ago because every year he he refinances it. He puts it out on the street and away he goes. Hey, that's your hard-earned money. Make the right decision. Hey, think about it. Understand it. You know. And if you follow the Lord's ways, the Lord's the, the Ten Commandments, and you do it right, just because somebody else is doing it wrong, just because you know, I had a guy that does financing for used car dealers tell me that he had to cut a dealer off because why? Because he was doing it all wrong. I said, I got news for you. There's a bunch of them that do it all wrong. There's a bunch of new car dealers that do it all wrong. But we don't have enough investigators, Archie. I tell you. Uh, He works for the state. We've got so many dealers that violate it, but they don't care. They're above the law. But, I mean, what happens is we don't have enough investigators, so nobody can check out what dealers are saying, what they're doing. And this guy that uh, does financing, he says they do everything wrong. Well, I'm telling you, one day they'll hit a wall. One day things will come down. But we don't have lawyers to understand what the laws are. And it's not big enough money to fool with a used car lot. So they don't want to fool with it. The investigators, there's not enough of them to investigate all the situation that's going on. So this keeps continuing to going on. And like I said, back when I got in the business in the middle 60s and the 70s, I felt like 90% of the dealers told the truth. Now it's down to 10%. Know who you're dealing with. Understand how they're... They're approaching you. How they're handling you. What they're saying. Write down. Make notes. You know, this is what you told me. You honoring your word. I'm telling you, I've got years ago back in the '60s and '70s, I had hundreds of people that I dealt with that I could trust in in the car business. And today, Barry Temple, a few others, it gets it gets down to very few people. Uh, Terry Smith and I were talking about it. We've been wholesalers. I did business with Terry back in the seventies, and you know we trust each other. We know our word's good. We honor our word. But there's a lot of guys out there that you don't know. You you know, and you know there's there's a few of them. But times have changed. People's thinking has changed. Selfishness has come in. Pride has come in, and and you know, and knowing that you can escape, know that you know they're not going to put us in jail. I mean, there's people that will sell vehicles with the emissions deleted, and that's a federal offense. But, I mean, they, nobody, nothing's happening. You know, we put these big laws in. We, we try to scare a lot of people, but we don't follow through. What has happened to our word? It says here nobody's loyal anymore. That's right. Are you, who are you loyal to? You've got to understand what is going on in the business and because you're you're getting ready to make a purchase and that purchase can call you cost you some money. That purchase there, you're gonna be strung along for three, four, five, six months. Have you understand what interest rates you're paying Do you understand? A lot of the independent used car dealers right now are, are paying huge charging huge money. On your interest, and people are paying—they're not paying attention. To that contract—how important is that contract? It's binding. Your word—is your word no good? If your word's no good, you're no good. Hey, hey! Tell 20 people to listen to my radio show. Tell 20 people Randy buys the good, the bad, and the ugly. No telling what I'll buy. I've got called on 64 Malibu. I've got called on a uh, 79 uh, uh, Cougar. I, you know, I'm putting a figure on it. It doesn't matter what it is. Hey, we'll be right back. Facebook, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back on Facebook, Randy Adams. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell Com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Thank you, San Antonio. We're on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Tell 20 people, uh, I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And give me a call, eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. 708 4789 And also, right after this show, from 10 to 1030, I'll be downstairs uh, at the McAllister building, which is at Ramsey, Jones-Mossberger, and 281, the big 12-story building. I'll be at the front door uh, or inside the lobby there, but I'll answer questions, try to buy your car talk to you, whatever questions and you know, just to meet you and, and say hi and, and, and just share what I am the knowledge I know, give you options, let you understand what's going on, help you plan the future, help you understand what you need to do your next purchase or if you need to purchase now or if you need to save money. And let me tell you something income tax checks, you don't have to go to a buy here, pay here. Um there's a subprime lending I sent. a am putting a magazine up here. I have subprime lending with uh, several companies, and they got a limit to what we can charge, and they've got a limit to what we can charge on the interest rate. And I have a lady that I sublease half my lot out. A lot of people think I retired. I didn't. Uh, my my forte is buying and selling. And I've got so many connections around the state and, and everywhere. And I ship cars and trucks all over the United States. Actually, I send a lot of stuff overseas, too. But, I mean, I want your vehicle. Uh, my overhead is super low now, especially that I've subleased half my car lot out. Patricia does a great job of uh, of handling people and financing. But we've got a limit to what we can charge. Now, the buy here, pay here, guys, there's no limit. They'll they'll find they'll they'll hammer you so far it's unbelievable. But we do have a way hello Greg, and we do have a, a way of getting you in a good car at a decent price and decent interest rate. But subprime limbing they've got so much money available I'm putting it back up here, you know. And so you know, we want you to be ready to make a better decision, a better one. Take that income tax check money and make a better situation. See who they're financing it with in house. Uh, you know that's a tough situation. You got to know exactly what you're doing, who you're dealing with, how much you're paying. What are you paying for the car? Too many people say, "I got an income tax check right here," and and how much is the payment? They don't realize how much they're paying for the car if they'll ever pay for it. If it will outrun that note, all they care about is, I got three four hundred. Here's my income tax check. I got a three or four hundred month. A car payment, and I'm riding again. No! Hey, find out if they've got subprime lending. See if they can find somebody. Another great alternative is Lightstream.com. They ought to be a sponsor for me because I tell so many people. L-I-G-H-T, Stream, S-T-R-E-A-M, Lightstream.com will finance you, especially if you have bad credit, with if you're a teacher, a nurse, a professional of any kind, they'll finance you. So look up LightStream.com. Great, great. It's Sun Bank. Great opportunity for somebody with with poor credit. So keep that in mind. Instead, you know, and so we back to what we were talking about a little earlier. Lord, you Lord yeah, will keep the needy safe and protect us from the wicked, who freely strut about. Oh, man, car dealers, you don't think they don't strut? David Robson will tell you, boy, they're, they're full of pride and, and selfishness and greed, and they do strut. They do know how to strut, don't they, David? When what is vile, and that's bad, vile is evil, is honored by the human race. Have we accepted that we can get ripped off? Have we accepted that we pay too much for a car? Have we accepted that, you know, are you coping with your deal? Are you conquering? Are you coping with your finances? Are you conquering? Are you coping with getting lied to? Are you conquering? Are you doing your homework? I want to be a conqueror. I don't want to just cope around. I don't want to be in that situation. You know, we start off with this Psalms twelve talking about you know loyalty has vanished from the human race. Everyone lies to their neighbor, you know, but they harbor deception in their hearts. Too many people are are harboring uh, deception in their hearts. But we may be tempted to believe that that some lies are relatively harmless, useful at times. But God does not overlook lies, flattery, deception, or boasting. Hello, Johnny again. Uh, boasting. I'm gonna tell you something. I know some dealers that you you can't talk to them because all they want to do is boast about themselves. I mean everything, everything they boast about. They and they're so stuck on themselves and so convinced of themselves, and they want everybody else to see it and and. The boasting in the car business, you know, the pride, the boasting, the lies, the flattery—they'll say anything to make you say. And I mean, sometimes they have no intentions of making it right, no intentions of telling the truth. Sincerity and truth are extremely valuable because they are so rare. Sincerity and truth. Is so rare. That's that's sad in the world today, but it's it's come that way in a lot of businesses, just like the insurance guy I talked about. I had about a 30-minute conversation with him last night. And uh, he's a Christian, and he tries his best, and he tries his best to explain this stuff. But I explained to him that good old elected officials of Texas sold the public down the road. We elect them. and they they cheat us. We elect them, and they don't do what's right. We elect them, and they don't care. They really don't care about us. So what they're doing with the insurance company years ago, they sold us down to the river so the insurance companies can make more money. How? What happens is, in other states, but not in Texas. Other states, what happens is, is that if you're in an accident, your insurance company pays you off. And then... What happens is uh, they go after the insurance company, but not in Texas because our elected officials that we put up there and they were going to they were going to represent the public. Well, they sold us down the river. They got money in their pocket that they helped get elected by the insurance companies. And what do the insurance companies do now, if you're in an accident, you got to fight the other insurance company that hits you, and they got trained professional claims adjusters that'll beat you up for every dollar they can. And so the public gets moused around, gets beat up. I've talked to people every week all along, every week long. They were, they were in an accident, and the insurance companies are not paying them any money, not what they can replace the car with, not what their car was worth. They just spent a bunch of money. They had it in excellent shape. Somebody hits them, total them out, and then the insurance company don't want to pay them nothing, you know, and... If they're driving a Toyota Honda that's got a lot of life left to it, they you can't replace it. You can't replace it for that money, and so they're in a situation. The people are in a situation where they can't replace it, but the insurance companies don't care. And I guarantee, you, none of them care. The the they put you in it. Hey, the big the big insurance company on. I ten. I've seen them mouse a lot of people around. Not the company, of course. The hired, the trained assassin they hire to go beat up the person that's supposed to be getting collected. It wasn't their fault, and they're not getting paid. They they can't replace what they have got coming. Hey, insurance companies, you know what? We need an insurance company to step up to the plate and say, "Hey, I'm, this is I'm Randy Adams. I need to buy an insurance policy on this truck. You give me a price." Tell me what my truck's worth all year long. If I lose it, I'm hit, something happens to it, what are you replacing it Well, What are you paying me for? And will you honor that all year long? They, they keep us in the dark. They keep you in the dark. You don't know what they're going to pay you if you to- If somebody hits you and total out your car or your truck. Well, we're buying something. Do you, do you buy something you don't know what it's worth? You, are you buying something you don't know what it covers? Same situation, we, we're dealing with insurance company people like that, we're dealing with cars like that. When you walk into a dealership and you hand them your income tax check and you say, and they give you 400 a month, you don't know what you're buying. You know you're buying that vehicle. You don't know what the total cost is. You don't know what the interest rate is. You don't know what the total interest is, you know. You don't know what the value of the car is because you haven't done your homework, because you just walked in there and you're trying to find a monthly payment that'll fit your bill. That's the wrong way to do it. You need to know the price, you need to know what your interest rate is, how much you're paying interest, what the total note's going to be. If the car will outrun a note, you got a three-year note, a four-year note. Will that car last that long? You're buying a 150,000, 200,000-mile car. Will those cars last that long? How's has it been taken care of? What kind of research you got? Two friends of mine this week helped trying to – one of them bought a van, a 17 Toyota van. And he didn't look at the Carfax. If I'm spending that kind of money, I want some past history. He didn't look at the Carfax. But now he's trying to rebuild the car. It's got some issues. It was an accident. I said, well, probably it was a dealer, and I happen to know him. That buys cars with bad Carfaxes because he can buy them a lot cheaper. Now, you talk talking about a 17 Toyota van. You can buy it three, four, 5,000 cheaper than one that hadn't been hit. And what was his words to me? Oh, he, he was a little cheaper. And I, you know, I, I decided to buy it because he was a little cheaper than everybody else. He was a little cheaper, but he should have been a lot cheaper. Now he's got a vehicle he's going to have to do some work on to straighten it up to make it look like it should have to begin with. And he didn't look at the Carfax to see if it had been in a serious accident or accident. Some kind of history at all. Another gentleman needing to sell a Toyota Tundra. This is another. I mean, I get five or six of these a week at least. He's needing to sell a Tundra. His son don't need the vehicle. He's got a new job, got transportation. He needs to sell his 14 Tundra, four by four. Well, he takes it back to where he bought it to see if they'd step up and buy the unit back. They'd bought it in 17. Oh, well, they throw a fit. Well, it's got an accident report on it. Well, y'all didn't tell us about it. You didn't show us a carfax, you didn't show us an auto check. Yeah, but it's got a Carfax on it. We want to give 20,000 for it. Well, my son bought it from y'all. He was 28, five, not you know, at the end of 17. this was an accident, 16, and you didn't tell him about it. And now he, he can't stand the $8500 loss. Hello, James and Joel and Johnny. And so, you know, here this guy is because they didn't search the, you know, and I said, would, would your son bought it if it had an accident report on it? He said, probably not. He said, but now he's going to have to pay 8500 I said, well, you need to shop it some more. And I shopped it trying to off the unit. It's a 100,000-mile, big-door, cab Tundra, four-wheel drive. And so the guy who was 28.5. They finally found 21.5. A dealer's got a place to go with it. They need the unit. And so 21.5, that's a $7,000 loss. You got to research. You got to know what you're buying. You got to understand it. You got to do a little effort. You got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle. You're buying a vehicle that you're going to be tied to for three to five to seven, eight, nine years. You're going to be tied to this long-term, but you're thinking short-term when you buy it. You know, you're thinking shortly, and they flatter you, and they boast about it. They boast about the car. They bo- boast about the dealership. They boast about themselves. And then they lie to you. They put you together on the situation. And, and so here, these these people are not checking the past history these and this is important today years ago we didn't have carfax i'm talking about 15 years ago and you know you had to look at the car and see if it'd been in an accident and and i in and cars and accidents are fine just don't pay super retail prices this guy buying the van he paid a retail price especially one with have been in an accident if he wants to sell that unit in the near future he's probably going to take up eight nine thousand dollar loss Real quick, because he's going to put some miles on it, click over where it needs to be, have an accident report, just like this guy in the Tundra. The car got over 100,000 miles and got an accident in over $20,000. Wow. That makes it difficult. Makes it real difficult. Because, I mean, that's a lot of money. You don't know how much history behind that. You don't know how much it got hit. You don't know how many miles it's got left. Tundras are great trucks. They last a long time. I like them a lot. But what what are you going to do with this unit if it sits? He's going to be paying on it. It's going to still lose value. A very very less than one percent of cars go up in value when they sit, especially if you don't drive them. They things happen. Right now, if you let a vehicle sit a year, and the fuel pump's going to go out. And and gas is going to go bad and can hurt the gas lines and the tank and everything else. Hey, give me a call if you have any questions. And you want to sell, it don't matter what it is. I'm working on a big company right now. It's got 2,000 trucks. We're trying to put a deal together where I buy buy 150 to 200 a month from them. And I used to buy from several companies 40, 50 a month from them. So if you've got a company, no matter the good, the bad, and the ugly, I'll buy your vehicle if you need something late model. I'm looking for a couple of Tundras right now, two-wheel drive for some people. Uh, I'm buying a 19 Dodge for a lady, it looks like Monday or Tuesday, that's going to fit her lifestyle and her her situation, her and her husband. And so I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. My phone number is 830-708-4789. That's 830 Four, seven, eight, nine. I'll give it to you again just before the end of the show. So, these people, you know, that's kind of like deception in your heart when you don't tell a person. All car dealers check the situation. All car dealers check the, the Carfax or the auto check. All of them. They know. Now, these people knew that and they didn't tell the customers. Is that deception in your heart? I guarantee they're harboring deception in your heart. They know right from wrong, but they won't tell them. You know, everyone laughs to their neighbors. They flatter they flatter them with their lips. You know, they flatter them with the car. They boast about the car. They boast about them, how honest they are, this, that, and the other. Uh, the lending guy the other day, talked, or yesterday, told me, said, Hey, these company, this guys are great salespeople. And they do everything wrong. They lie to the people. They do it. They put used parts on. They don't make the car safe. They don't care. They slam them in it and send them down the road. And so, are you in that situation? Do you want to be in that situation? I want you to follow my easy process, learn to buy and sell cars.com, and know exactly what you're doing. Number one, go to ftc.gov and know your credit score. Get that credit score, clean it up, study it, understand. See if somebody's trying to steal your identity. Make sure that you've paid for something that is off of there. If it hadn't been, pay for it. Get your credit score as high as you can. I've I've been told about somebody that cleaned a friend of mine's uh, score up big time. Big time. They handled a lot of situations. They knew what to do, and they got things cleared up. And she took his credit score from five-something to seven-something. So there's people out there, and I've got their phone number, there's people out there that can handle that and get it done. This was on home buying. All the home buyers use them. And so that's that. So get your score as high as you can so the interest rate is low. Know what your interest rate is and should be. Know what you're paying with a dealership. Know what you're qualified for. And, And if you don't, Hey, walk out the door, go get it loan. go to Lightstream, go to hey, Randolph Brooks Credit Union. Hey, they, they know how it is because they'll give you extra thirty days. Thirty days for the first payment. In other words, first payment's not doing thirty, it's doing sixty. They know that you need a little time to get caught back up because these dealers are gonna drain you. They know that. So check with Randolph Brooks, check with First Mark. check with the Security Service. Get your credit lined up get your loan lined up get committed know what it's going to cost what the total note's going to be what your interest rate's going to cost you hello dick and james and so joel and so get it all together put that effort in there so you know exactly what you're spending hey this nothing keeps its value i mean you know look at this stuff these guys are paying $80,000 for trucks that I'm buying for twenty and $25,000 3 four years later. Do you want to lose that much? Can you afford that much loss? Do you like losing? I hate to tell you this, but I'm very competitive. I hate losing. Hello, Don Duffy. I hate losing. I really do. And that's why I drive whatever I drive. And I don't keep it long. I don't try to put any miles. I don't click the miles over. I had a lady call me the other day. She's driving a great car. She said, I really feel like I need a new car. I said, how many miles on your car? She said, 68. I said, it's got 200,000 miles left on it. She said, yeah, but I'm going to buy me a new one. I can afford it. I got the cash. I live by myself. She said, I said, okay. And she's driving a great car, Toyota. I said, she said, what's the most value I can get? When should I trade it? And I said eighty-five to 88,000 miles. Then we'll get you a new one. I'll help her get a new one. I can get you a brand new Ford, Chevrolet, Dodge, Jeep, Cadillac, Lincoln, delivered to your house. Uh, had uh, an air conditioner na- man named Wade uh, uh, that gave me a call this week. I got him hooked up on getting him some new trucks for his company. And I don't make any money, but it's it's sponsor, it's Covert Auto Group that sponsors my shows. And Rox Colbert is the best. I love him. He's a great, great guy. And so, Jimmy, and so, you know, I got him hooked up. I get you a new Ford Chevrolet, Dodge, Jeep, uh, Cadillac, Lincoln. Delivered to your door at the best price. You don't have to fool with, a fi- with the F&I people. Jimmy, how you doing today? Good, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Oh, hey, uh, I don't want to bother you. But, hey, uh, my, my wife misplaced that pink slip for the toyota so you know where i can get it
0: the pink slip pink. what's the pink slip i'm sorry that's what oh, i didn't that, understand you
1: know. oh that's uh you know when you pay off the car
0: oh okay and, you, know, <laughs> you need <laughs> you funny. need to, you need to call wherever you had it financed at. they'll give oh, you a, okay. that's a release of lien
1: yes, yes yes and did
0: they give you the title yet
1: yeah, they would give us that, but my wife said you, she you put it in a drawer. It doesn't matter. You don't life. need
0: that. All you need is a title, and they need to sign off on the title, release the lien. There's a spot on there that they sign off that you paid it off. And I'd make a yes. copy of that and keep that where it's, it's available. That's all I would do if I was you. Just make a copy in front of the title, and it'll show where they signed off that you paid for that vehicle.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's been paid off a long time. Okay. I just want to sell it I want to sell it to you.
0: Okay. It. I'm a buyer. Yeah. No matter and what I it asked, is.
1: I was asking my wife the well, where's the, the paper? She goes, I put it in this drawer, but I don't know where it's at now. Well,
0: all all you, you need is a title. You know, that's all you need. And okay. I'm a buyer. Like I say, I'm trying to buy a cougar and a sixty four Malibu for some people. I buy the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh got a model A pickup that's been restored, got a fifty O's that I bought in a in a group of stuff and uh, sold some trash trucks uh i got a I got a bucket truck we we put brand new lights on my uh car lot we got a bucket truck that 's cheap if anybody's looking for a bucket truck to uh goes up i think forty fifty feet um, and i 'm about to sell it so and i i 'm trying to buy some dump trucks right now and like i say i 'm trying to buy Two thousand trucks from one company would be one hundred and fifty to two hundred a month. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and go to my website if anybody, and, and that'll work. But yeah, Jimmy, I'll buy your car. All I need is a title. That's it. All right. All Thank right, you. Thank thanks you for calling. So God go. bless you. And so, uh, but you know, I buy. It doesn't matter what it is. So give me a call eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. If you'd like to run over here to the station, that's my mobile number. If you're gonna be a few minutes late, I'll be glad to wait for you. I'll be here from ten to ten thirty downstairs, twelve story building, Ramsey, Jones Mossberger in two hundred eighty one, right across from the airport. I can see the airplane's landing when I walk across the other side of the office here. And so but I want you to go to my website, number one Clean up your credit. Number two, talk to a bank credit union. Make sure you know you know exactly what you're doing, what you're spending. Uh, get it lined up. See what the interest rate is. Talk to your mechanic, what you're buying. Talk to everybody that drives those kind of cars. Get on the Internet. Research what that car is, how longevity, what the problems are. Uh, know what your trade-in's worth. Start shopping for price. Check the dealer out. Check the Carfax. Check everything out. This is your hard-earned money. You need to make the right decision on these units. Don't just jump off and think a a car dealer is telling you the truth. And and look at the car facts. And match up the VIN number. Remember, lots of these dealers will find a VIN number that has no accidents, and theirs have an accident. They'll show you the VIN number on another car. Hey, there's so many tricks, it's unbelievable. But I want you to make the best decisions, the best buys. I want you prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your budget, your money. Hey, for the next five to seven years how long you want to keep this car do you want to be hey it's uh, you want to be tied up with a with a gorilla that's sometimes that's what you feel like you got a car you hate you feel like you're carrying a gorilla around with you god bless you i love you hey remember 99 percent of addictions are due to unforgiveness mother father or spouse hey forgive everybody Get the past. Forget the past. Start today. Live today. Love today. Be the best you can be. God bless you, San Antonio. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'll be here at 1030. If there's anything I can do for you, I'll answer any question. Hello, JC. God bless you, San Antonio. Be the best you can be.